The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Expand the power of your personal energy. Welcome to Energy Activation with Sandra Ann Taylor. This is Sandra Ann Taylor, and I'm so happy to be with you today. Um, I have my guest, Sharon Ann Klingler, with me and um, uh, remotely, and uh, we're going to be talking about this powerful time of year in just a minute here. I do want to announce or re-announce the Pray It Forward campaign. I hope you can join, if you haven't already done so, join our prayer chain to expand the positive experience of the world. And we're all just saying one prayer a day and chaining it together and connecting our intentions for the healing of COVID and healing the economy and healing the uh, wildfires and for the expansion of loving energy. So we, we're doing this because we know that the law of expanding influence says that the more our energies are joined in a share intention, the more they expand and activate truly beneficial outcomes. So we've been putting that um, on our um, Facebooks and on our website. So definitely check it out and pray it forward with us so that we can um, truly affect change in the world. I also want to announce that um, I've been working on uh, the what I call the three pillars of enlightenment and happiness. And we've already talked about affirmations and journaling. And on the first Monday of October, I'm going to be talking about meditation and relaxation as an attraction factor and learning how to do that on a regular basis, even in difficult times. And that's October 5th, I believe, the first Monday in October. So I hope you can join us for that. All right, let's talk about tomorrow is the fall equinox and it's a very powerful time and i have i referred to this book called the dance of time uh by um let me see michael judge the dance of time by michael judge uh incredible incredible resource uh that talks about all of the different histories of different um celebrations uh cultural religious um um community uh every which way and uh so i kind of pulled out some stuff to talk about the source of the original um celebration of uh, the uh, fall equinox, and and that it really has to do with the harvest. Uh, in fact, for generations of farmers, thousands of years, the equinox was 
one of the chief feasts over the years. And depending on where you lived, it either signaled the onset of the harvest or the close. And in either case, it marked a time when the crops that were cared for during the summer began to yield their bounty. And um, this is an important time because it's it's a time of collecting, and we're going to be talking about the energy of yin um, and Sharon. Sharon, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I didn't and, want to interrupt you. <laughs> no, I, hi. I, um, I wanted to bring you in on this because it's such an interesting thing. People don't realize that, that it was the equinox that was really celebrated. They had parties and bonfires and parades celebrating the last gathering of summer's harvest all through history, um, and uh, those celebrations have been replaced by the fall celebrations of Halloween and Thanksgiving. So people don't realize that the equinox was actually a big, big party time and harvest time (laughs) and a joyous time. And they were done in every language and, and, and as thanks to the gods. It goes back as far as the Sumerians, uh, and they chose a queen for the harvest every year. Um, who uh, served the priestess of the harvest gods, and so did uh, the the people of ancient Greece and Rome. Um, they did the same thing. The harvest meant the sustenance um, and the storing of the grains to be used when needed, you know, for breads and cakes and that type of thing. So from the Greeks and Sumerians, Greeks and Romans, and it went on uh, through all sorts of uh, celebrations and and in the dance of time, if you're interested, uh, there's a long story about the goddess Demeter, who was the goddess of nature. Very interesting. But the main thing about this time is that um, it, it should be celebrated with an intention of Um, acknowledging what we have reaped in terms of our effort. Now, some people in this year might not feel that that's, um, that there's a lot to acknowledge there, but there is still um, an important um, piece of that before it moves on. Um, Because it's, the equinox is a time of change. It's a time of shift. You know, uh, it, in, in England, there was a final ritual of reaping called the Harvest Home. Harvest Home, and it was sung that way. And that signaled the end of labor, the end of all the farmer's labor. And it signaled the summer's last crop and the winter to come, linking cycles that represented life and death. Although the winter is not death, it is a yin energy. Um, there were lots of female totems um, known by many different names like corn mother, harvest maiden, rye wooden woman, oh, barley girl. There's a, just a ton of them. And this symbolized two things. First, that um, people and cultures believe that the earth was female in, uh, in nurturing and giving sustenance to the people. And secondly, it was um, a symbol of us moving into a yin female cycle of energies. And that's what we want to talk about today is what we can do, what the the equinox brings us and what we can do to use this energy um, to take the most advantage of the yin 
vibrations of this time. So why don't you, Sharon, why don't you talk a little bit about the yin energy? Some people might not be aware of what that is. Well, of course, yin and yang is female and male, respectively, but it's much more than that. It's not just a gender issue or a sex issue. Yin is also receptive, quiescent, passive, um, receiving, um, and yang is active and creative and dominant and strong. Um, square, whereas yin is soft and um, and round, yang is square and hard, and um, and that's the kind of energy. And you're right, even in the Chinese um, culture, in the ancient Chinese culture, earth was yin. And the sky was yang. The heavens were yang, and earth was yin. And um, the uh, in the, the the this equinox, you know, equinox is for equal time. You know, the days the day is and night is at a, this, this is the point where the day and the night was is at an equal time. And from this moment on, the nights are growing to grow going to grow longer, and the days are growing to grow shorter, which means. We're moving into a greater or longer experience of yin because that's the night. And we're moving out of the length or the strongest experience of yang, which we would hit. Actually, that is um, is in deep summer. And um, <clears throat> excuse me. And so what and what the um, people who, um, you know, the great uh, masters who wrote um, the Ye Ching and um, there were many including Confucius, who contributed to it, though it was not his work exclusively. Um, uh, this time, this is called an advancing yin, an advancing yin, where yin is advancing in the energy and yin is advancing in our experience, okay? So, and, and, and you're right, Sandra, it is a, there's a wonderful opportunity here to kind of collect some of this energy and utilize some of this natural component of advancing in from this day forward or from tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. Tomorrow, I think, is the equinox. Um, from that day forward until we hit, um, you know, the deep winter, um, where it is totally yin or totally more than most yin you can get, um, we can feel an, a greater experience of our yin receptivity. And so as yin advances in our year, we can allow it to advance in our experience. And one of the ways, we, we can do that in a lot of ways. First of all, we can allow ourselves to be take some time for receiving energy. You can do that in meditation. You can do that in yoga. You can do that in deep breathing. You can do that in sitting outside and, and letting all of nature come to you and pour at you. Whatever it is, however it is that you allow yourself and like to receive, that's the yin, the, the advancing yin. Do that a little bit more at these times. And also I would say if you're working on any creative project, just because it's an advancing yin time doesn't mean you can't do a creative project, heaven help us. But one of the things that you could utilize in this advancing in time was to turn would be to turn some receptive time to your creative project. For instance, and I'm just you know spitballing here. If you're writing a book, or if you're drawing a piece of art, or if you're creating a piece of music, or even if you're creating a new business, 
um, uh, which, by the way, Mercury's retrograde almost, so watch your timing with that. But um, uh, and whatever it is that you're creating, before you start the creative action, the actual action where you're putting pen to paper or you're putting your fingers to your computer or doing the research or whatever, again, take a deep breath, close your eyes, and allow your yin to advance. And even to affirm, I am receiving all that I need to know about this project. I'm receiving all the energy. I'm receiving all the insight. I'm receiving all the guidance. And I'm receiving everything I need to know about this project. And just let yourself feel and consciously put yourself in the state of, even while I'm action, I, I'm, even while I'm in action, I'm going to take a moment to listen to, if an inner thought comes up, I'm going to give that my attention because that's one of the wonderful responses of advancing in in our life. Yes, and, and it's amazing the spiritual insight you can get. I mean, you can get that at any time of the year. But this restful, peaceful, receptive energy really magnifies that. So actually asking is a great idea. It's a great time to do that. You mentioned Mercury retrograde. I, people are wondering. It's October 13th to November 3rd, uh, just for your information. But you can still do the prep work. You can still do the planning, and you can still um, be uh, working on whatever it is you need to do to um, even do inner work. If you want to work on changing your thoughts, work on developing a meditation practice, uh, work on weaving in some spiritual techniques into your life. This is a great time to do it. Uh, there's an old saying that when sailors couldn't go to the sea, they would stay home and repair their nets. And there is a, a metaphor there that, you know, when, when we're kind of home and um, we want to do something active and aggressive and a yang energy and aren't able to do that because whether it's because it's winter or dark or staying home period, um, we can repair our personal um, issues, our personal nets that we use to go out into the world with and, and kind of investigate what it is we want to believe, what it is we want to perceive, and how to connect with spirit. And this is such a great time to connect with spirit. Um, in fact, we're working up to the end of October, which is uh, typically, you know, Halloween got its start from that was when um, you know, uh, the, the Druids and the Celts um, you connected with spirit. Um, so, uh, it, but the, it, you don't have to wait till that day. You can do it every day, but especially now in this yin receptive um, state where you're working on inner stuff, working on, um, you know, pre prep for your creation and, and actually starting the creation and allowing the inspiration to drive you. Um, so that would be a good thing to do uh, in the, each morning as you get up, what yin thing am I going to do today? And even if you just say, I'm going to call on spirit for some guidance uh, periodically through the day. Right, Sharon? Yes, ab absolutely. Just take a, even a moment of, wait a minute, I, this isn't, even if you, if you get 
even if there's like an emotional experience where you have a, a disappointing um, a conflict with a coworker or whatever have you, just take a moment and say, wait, I can advance my yin, and I don't have to take, I can receive support without receiving his energy, you know, and just take in your, your inner God and feel that inner yin and allow yourself to create some peace in that moment. Absolutely. And that's a great thing. There's a lot of a lot of energy going on in the world and, and it's good to, to go inward and choose the energy, choose the peace and uh, choose the connection with the deeper peaceful energy. Um, this would be a great time to do that. That's for sure. So, okay, so let's open up to the yin and, and celebrate the equinox tomorrow. Have a little party for yourself and... <laughs> And, you know, maybe a little cake or bread, something with the, the, the um, you know, the harvest in it. So right. you and can also um, fruit. Fruit yes. is a very yin. Fruit is mm-hmm. a yin um, uh, a food, too. Yes, it's definitely a, um, a, a harvest and an, an inspiring uh, fruit, a uh, food. So, okay. Well, thank you for discussing that with us, Sharon. Let's go mm-hmm. to, do you want to go to the phone? Let's go to the phone. Absolutely. Okay. Let's go to Linda. Hi, Linda. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much. Um, I work as a psychic and medium and I need to start having some kind of a social media platform or something. I am great in small groups, but the idea of talking to like a large group just makes me really uncomfortable. So I'm wondering what you see as the way to start the path towards, um, you know, I don't know if it's a YouTube or a Facebook or what did I should be doing? Well, first of all, I have to tell you, uh, don't feel bad about that. That is um, the uh, fear of public speaking is actually the largest phobia in America and probably in the world. So um, you're, you're right in there with the best of them. Um, I feel that there's a past life situation where uh, you had difficulty when, when you kind of came out and went public with a, a personal or spiritual or, okay, thank you. I'm actually hearing even political belief. This has happened more than once to you. So I definitely want to see, I want to do some, um, visualizations. And I used to teach this to when I had my psychology practice. Um, I used to teach this to people with fear of public speaking, I would teach them to do a visualization where they were standing on a low stage, but there's an audience, uh, you know, they're in a, a big um, room in front of them, but only one or two people in the audience. And then you keep meditating and visualizing this. And the next time there's three or four, five or six, eight or 10, 12 or 14. You see what I'm saying? You increase the size. And each time you see yourself doing a great job, you don't do it all in one meditation. You just keep adding to it in each meditation. And you see yourself doing, being very comfortable and very happy doing this process. And um, I've had I had so much success with people who had um, fear of public speaking. And I see a door opening for you here and a beautiful white dove flies through it. This is a new spiritual beginning. I do feel you're going to be um, going more public with uh, your spiritual practices. And I just see a beautiful um, 
garden uh, that opens up behind the store. So um, there's going to be the fruits of that work, the effort you're going to put it forward now is going to pay off. Also, I'm hearing that um, that affirmation that starts with it's safe and comfortable. So I, I want to say something like it's safe and comfortable for me to uh, go public with my spiritual practices, for me to practice my mediumship and my, my psychic abilities in front of ever-increasing sizes of groups of people. Uh, and I just, that along with other things uh, with this meditation, and I want to release past life patterns and assumptions because there are some past lives that feed this. And what are you picking up, Sharon? I would actually support you in um, definitely doing some Facebook and um, and YouTube. You can have both of them if you'd rather only, you know, if you're getting started with this, you could start with one and really put your attention to that and then maybe later on start with another. Um, that's fine, whichever one you want to do. Or if you want to start a YouTube channel and do a little bit there and also do a little Facebook Live and, you know, a three or four minute discussion or reading or whatever have you. But that doesn't answer your group involvement um, because, I mean, yes, of course, when you're doing a Facebook Live, people are, you know, texting you and asking you questions and all of that. But that's not really having the group in front of you. So I, was all, I would also think about as you, after you get comfortable with this, don't shove all of this on your plate today, and especially not under Mercury retrograde. But, um, but after you get comfortable with some of this, I would support you in starting some Zoom classes, or if not some classes, some Zoom reading groups where you even just let four or five people register, make it very cheap, because you're getting your sea legs here, and um, and start to you know do a half hour's worth of readings for five people on Zoom, and then you know in a few months it could be ten people on Zoom, and it, you could get you know it could get larger groups, and it can be, um, and you don't have to do it um, in very large groups. I'm going to be doing um, um, a mediumship gallery with Thomas John. And um, the people who are hosting it aren't even allowing more than 25 people. So, um, and that's, of course, so that, you know, some the people can get a, a good healthy dose of a message rather than just a minute and a half. Anyway, so start, think about doing a Zoom thing, too. But start with Facebook and or YouTube and then move on to Zoom as you feel comfortable, maybe in the winter. Then, of course, after COVID's over, then you start your own group. Yeah. And and Linda, I have to say, I further down the road, and again, that implies after COVID's over, I see bags packed around this. So I feel that you're going to be traveling somewhere to take some classes in this. And um, I don't know where you live, but people come from all over the world to go to Lilydale. And I know that Sharon teaches um, public mediumship and uh, where you have the option to do with just the class or even to do um, some of the public services at Lilydale, you don't, you're not forced to, but you have the option to. So uh, keep in mind that we got that um, and check out next year's Lilydale course. And if there's another course um, that you might be traveling to, I do see bags packed related to this issue. All right, honey? Um, what is public mediumship? 
Yeah. Public mediumship Public. Is, is where you go in front of an audience of 100 people or 20 people or 30 people or 300 people, and you give people messages in the audience. Oh, yeah. my God. I didn't even know there was a name for it. That's so cool. <laughs> yes, or it's also called public demonstration. Yes, yes. And, and I and actually see, I see you doing that, honey. So definitely uh, keep in mind that we got this. All right, sweetheart? All thank right. You, thank Good you, luck. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Let's go to Jane. Hi, Jane. Hi, Sandra. Hi. How are you? Hi, Sharon. Hi. What's your question, honey? Um, I am following up with you. I had a situation with a job. Um, I had been negotiating with this woman, and I had told her what I had wanted, and she said that she, money-wise, that she couldn't uh, go that high. So I wanted to, and I'm presently working. I work two part-time jobs, but I was looking for one full-time job. And so I wanted to follow up with you and also find out um, what you see, what you hear, what I need to do, if I need to take my life in a different direction. Just Well, I, I have to say, Jane, that um, I'm not seeing bags packed right now or a torn up contract. Um, I do okay. feel Gabriel here is with you and... Um, let me see what he, he is saying. Okay, he's talking about communication, and, and he's glad that you communicated what you need. Um, I do feel that um, the when I look at this person that you talk to, the door is closed for her. She doesn't have um, the option that you would like, but I go, I, go, I go further down the road for you, and I do see a celebration. So maybe if you stay, um, I don't see a torn-up contract. That, that's what I'm saying. If you stay... Uh, the I see a party and a celebration. There might be something that um, uh, comes up uh, later on down the road. What are you picking up, Sharon? Um, are you? It's the job you're looking for. The one that you were talking to about the woman who didn't said who said it was too much. Is that in in admin? Is are you in business administration or project administration? It's I do accounting. So uh -huh. that job was a staff accountant. Right now the. The businesses that I'm in, uh, one I'm a CFO and the other one I'm a controller. So okay. it's a lot of responsibility yeah. between the two that. jobs. I feel so I would a, like a to... lot of weight on your shoulders. And I'm, yeah. but I'm going to tell you that um, when you were talking about that lady, and still now as I speak of it, I see this lady who said she didn't have enough money for you, and she's standing to my right, but behind her. I see another woman in a silhouette, which means you don't know her yet. And, okay. um, and um, she actually gives you, it, I know it's kind of sound weird, but um, clairvoyant, <laughs> you know, it's everything's a story. So she actually gives you mountain climbing gear. So there's another person or another company behind, another, and you haven't met yet, that you haven't okay. talked to yet that are okay. going to be able to give you the implements to make your ascent and to get to the peaks that you and, and, and get you to the what? Your peak, the peak of the mountain, the, the height, the height that you're looking peak. for. Yeah, okay. in one job, not both jobs. We have to go to break now, so um, why don't you stay on the line? We'll finish up with you, Jane, in just a second.
You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Energy Activation with Sandra Ann Taylor. everyone and we're back and can we get Jane back on the line because I just wrapped up reading um, with Jane Jane uh, and Sharon are you there yes I'm here okay yeah um, can you hear me yes we can thank you yeah okay. um, thank you as, as we were wrapping up um, and we've got a lot of people on so we can't t- stay too long but of course uh, of course Uriel came in here and um, she held out a calendar for you. So I do feel that it's a matter of biding your time. And I feel that I want to be able to um, do what honors me. If it means letting one of the jobs go or taking a different job, although I did not see uh, that happening right now. And I think, Sharon, you saw the, the, the situation at the at, behind someone, right, Sharon? Yes. Well, it's behind the woman she's talked to, but it's still to my right. So that's coming. And it seems like it's about three to four months from now. I'm sorry if that sounds like a long time, but that's in my book. No. estimate three to four months from okay. now is when I'm feeling as if we're meeting this new person. Okay. Is it a job that I just applied for last week? I don't believe you know this person because it was in a silhouette. Okay. 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 That doesn't mean that the job that you applied for last week isn't possible and isn't going to come right. through. It just means there's another option with this person in about four months. Okay. 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 So just bide my time and let one job go if that's what I feel. Otherwise, just stay and do my thing. And then, listen is to there a possibility intuition. I would? Absolutely. Yeah, I listen to your, if your intuition says, no, I can't take this job, then that's what your yeah. answer is. And do okay. what, in, even if you keep both jobs, do what honors you. Take some breaks. Try to give yourself some more time. All right, honey? Because you okay. don't want your energy and your momentum before you move on to this next thing a couple months down the road. All right, sweetheart? Okay, wonderful. Thank you both, ladies. God bless. Thank you. God bless you. Okay, let's go to Maria. Hi, Maria. Hello. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, ladies, for taking my call. Sure. Hello? I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, what's your question, honey? Oh, thank you so much for taking my call. God bless you both. Um, Yes, I have a question. I I spoke to you um, in a reading last year, uh, almost at about this time, I think. And um, and anyway, I was on track to to move to Tampa, Florida. And um, and of course, you know, the the uh, pandemic came up. So it kind of changed a lot of things. And so I'm I'm on hold in terms of a move and also on hold in terms of, of jobs and having income come in. So I was hoping for some guidance. I've got I've got my Saturn return coming up and the first one was just so spectacular, like awesome. And I kind of get the sense that this one is too, but it would really be great if I could you know get some income coming in either on purpose or you know or or just to pay the bills um yeah. before then. I, I actually see two options. I see you looking at two roads. I think something is going to be coming up here and you're going to be kind of going back and forth. I do see you working and um, putting, stacking up money on a table. There's a man here in the living who is going to be helpful with that. Let me ask here. 
uh, no, you have not met this man yet. Uh, I do want to, and I feel like I just want to let go of any of the um, urgent uh, thoughts because I do feel this isn't too, too far away, and I do see two options. What are you picking up, Sharon? I actually do feel as if I have a job or a source of a job that's at a distance to you, but it doesn't require you moving at a distance at this moment in time or under that. I think this is a job that you could even discover within the next 30 to 60 days. And um, But it would be something that you would find out about and do from home, at least temporarily, until, you know, COVID's over. So I do feel as if I have my arm turns into a great big rubber gumby arm, and I have to reach out to a different city for the job, but then I'm seated in the seat I'm in now, and I, I'm at my computer, and I'm doing the job, doing the job, doing the job, and then later, um, I love what spirit gives me. I get on one of those little carts that you push that goes down a train, you know, up and down, and, and then I go to the place. So, But you're not going to the place now, but you can get the job within the next two months, it feels to me. That's fantastic. In fact, I've got I'm I'm interviewing for a job exactly like that um, today after this show, which well, was there so. There you this go. So, there you go. Who's Henry? Who's Henry? Uh, uh, don't know one yet. Okay, that's fine. No, well, actually, you know what? He's an old. Oh my goodness, that's an he's an old, old, old ex, like okay. from like twenty years ago. Is he in yeah. spirit? Is he in spirit? Is he dead? Because that one, not so much. No? Okay. Pardon me? I, is he dead? No. I, I, okay. I've yeah, got no, a, no, no, no. I've got a Henry dead. for someone in the no. queue, and I also have another person with your name, Mary or Maria, coming forward. And it could be a Fantastic. middle name. Okay. I'll okay. Okay. Oh, that's so great. Thank you. This Thank is you. so awesome. Thank you so much, ladies. God bless you. Thank you very yeah. much. Good when luck, you, Maria. When you do your interview, honey, just really breathe and relax and call on the angels. Call on Gabriel for help with communication and Raphael, the miracle worker. Just feel them all around you and their energy is going to project along with yours. And that's always a helpful, peaceful thing to do, a peaceful technique. All right, honey? Oh, thank you. You know what, Sandra? I really needed that. Thank you. Thank I was starting you. to get a little... Oh, all right. Little Take care, stressful. honey. Good luck. Let Good us know luck. how it goes. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi. I'm so glad you guys were able to take my call. And um, I miss you guys. Well, hey, how? So I'm glad you're here on this station now. I oh, was great. calling um, because I... Um, was planning to move um, before COVID and after COVID, I still haven't moved. So I wanted what you see around, I was thinking the first of the year to the DC, Maryland area, and also anything around relationship in terms of life partnership. So whatever comes up, that's what I was wondering what your thoughts were. What do you see with the energies or what I could do? I actually, I see the dark clouds moving off to the left here, and uh, the goddess of the moon comes in with you as soon as I hear your voice. And so if you were feeling around the first of the year, the beginning months of the year, um, she's saying follow your intuition. The angel of balance comes in here, and she just wants to bring a more balanced attitude, just a really um, gentle uh, not desperation, but just determination that I'm going to make my life balanced and I'm 
Okay, thank you. And I'm attracting a very balanced, healthy partner, okay? Because in the past, some of your partners have not been so balanced, and you know who I'm talking about. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, so she said, and, and I do feel that um, there's, a, oh, and now they're holding out the world. So I do feel that there's something coming up here, um, and it could be in a distance uh, because of um, the, the world being extended to you. What are you picking up, Sharon? Actually, I feel um, it's kind of funny because one foot wants to move to D.C. like yesterday, but the yeah. other foot is kind of like stuck in the mud wherever you are. So yeah. I and I and you know how when your foot's in the mud, it's there's a suction. It's you know it's not that you're in concrete, but it's really hard to pull it out. So, so for for a while, it's going to be difficult or challenging at least to get out of where you are and go to D.C. Yet on the other hand, I see this wonderful, enormous sense of power with you and around you and with your higher guides, and it's almost as if this power is collecting in order to give you, um, you know, a force and initiating a catalytic force to get started when you want to get started. Um, this, I feel as if, I don't know, did you say January? I don't feel it's January. It feels. I was thinking like, the first quarter of the year, yeah. I, yeah, I was okay. just going to say it feels more like I'm in um, early spring. Um, yeah. And um, I'd be more comfortable with that time period than with um, the winter time period. I also have to say, once you get there, um, yes. I, I just feel as if the, it's almost like you could look for your own garden where to live. You're going to have a lot of choices, and it's going to be your choice. But also, in the garden, I see two men growing in the Ooh. garden. So you're going <laughs> to... <laughs> yeah, so like it doesn't rain, it pours, right? Um, anyway, so I think you're going to have a, jo a choice between two fellas there. Okay. Well, okay. thank you. You yeah. guys are always so on point. I was so glad I didn't know you were on this radio station because I had been listening to the replays on the Hay House app. So I was like, thank you. Because I, I follow you, but I don't know on Facebook. Anyway. Well, I'm I glad just so you happy found I, us. Yes, yeah. I'm glad you found. That's all that matters. And thank you. I thank love you guys, and I'm going to be you. celebrating the equinox as well. Thank you. Oh, yeah, and you know, when when you celebrate the equinox, you go inwards, but you can also plant the seeds of your future intentions. Um, and just, you know, you can write them down. And a couple weeks ago or last month, I did a show on attraction intention. Check that out. You can get any show on demand any time here now. So definitely okay. check out attraction intention. You can, and you can do that for a job. You can do it for uh, a, new, a new location to live in. You can do it for a guy or two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Variety, yes. <laughs> All right, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, let's go to Benaz. Hello? Hello? Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. Wow, I'm so surprised. This is amazing. What's your question, honey? Um, well, I I wanted to talk to you about uh, attachment trauma and attracting new relationships or balanced friendships into my life. I've noticed, I've been like, I feel like I'm in this pattern where um, previous exes that were unhealthy for me affected me to a point where I had to go through a lot of autoimmune illness and um, just a lot of discomfort over the years. And I've reached a place where I'm tapping into my health and 
feeling empowered yet again. And recently I uh, was able to connect with a classmate, actually, and we talked and we saw each other a couple of times, and it felt like there was a connection there. And um, he's going through addiction recovery, not, sorry, alcohol. He's going through recovery from alcoholism, and he's been through it for quite some time with such power. And so I felt like there may be a connection between us um, since on, he's on this like, path of consciousness and spiritual awakening. Um, and yet I find myself so worried and um, I've noticed that the attachment traumas and like the dysregulation of my immune system when it comes to uh, relationships is flaring up basically and I have sleep problems and so I don't I don't necessarily want to be I don't want to be in that place I'm not acting out codependently yet there is some energetic pull inside of me that's causing me a lot of disharmony and that's what I'm worried about because I don't want it to affect me and my health again. And I want to know if this is actually a genuine connection and, um, that I can count on. So, yeah. Well, I have to tell you, honey, I do feel that, that you do have some past life issues that are um, raising their uh, ugly heads here. Uh, past life, I'm hearing the word betrayals and um, uh, past life hurts and scars on, and even from this life, I see some scars on my heart center here, not my heart, my heart center, uh, yes. which, yeah, and, um, do you, you need to let go of the, the attachment to those experiences. Did you happen to hear last week's show on journaling and venting letters? Yes, so I've been writing, I've been writing a lot. I've been doing a lot of writing and taking inventory of the uh, my relationships since then, doing a lot of forgiveness work, just energetically releasing resentment. And especially yesterday, I spent like about an hour and a half just meditating and writing and meditating and letting go and burning even, burning whatever I wrote so that the energy would be released. I invite goddess energies like goddess Kali or um, whoever that resonated with me, like goddess Lilith. So do these rituals um, that believe in their power, and I really want to let go. And my question, my, I'm, I wonder what it is exactly that I need to do and what it is, what is the root cause of all, all of this? It's like... I'm trying to dig deeper, but maybe it's a past life thing, like you mentioned. And yes, and and, and yeah. it's it's in this life too, honey. And I have to tell you, um, a big part of the root cause is uh, the lack of self trust. There's been a willingness in yourself to just settle for other people's agenda and go by other people's agenda. And I I just want to release that pattern. I want to do. Uh, some affirmations about releasing toxic attachments, releasing toxic patterns of being willing to um, just sacrifice myself for uh, to, to, to just to have any relationship at all. And as I say that, as I say releasing that, I do see a man standing on the side of the road and there's actually a contract next to him. Uh, and so they, this could be a very strong commitment. It's much further down the road, I'd have to say. Hello? Hello? Oh, sorry, I just lost you for a second. Uh, you saw a man and... I'm sorry, we, hello? 
Yeah. Hi. Okay. I I can barely hear you. I can't hear Sandra. Oh. Uh. So well, why don't you tell tell? Oh, there uh, you are. Okay. Go let ahead. Me tell you. Yeah. Let me I, let me share you what I'm getting for you, honey. First of all. Um, you're doing a lot of really wonderful work, and all of your guides and all of your spirit people are plotting you, too. I have to tell you this. Um, I do believe that um, uh, the, the meditations that you're doing are being very helpful, but I would also, spirit makes me very aware of your higher self shining within you and above you. It's almost like your higher self is your own angel and the angel's head is above your head and the wings all come out from your back and embrace you and it's just shining forth. And um, and one of the things that you might want to do with this image is what I feel they're trying to say, your spirit people are trying to say, is that in your meditations, take some time to really have get a visceral sense of your um, higher self, your higher truth, you're not just, I, I believe I'm a higher being. It's not just a mental thing, but a real visceral, emotional, where you feel your eternal power, you feel your absolute, unlimited, compassionate love that you have for yourself, and that is a wellspring of all love in the universe and conducted to your life and through your life, and so that you can start seeing yourself without as much you see yourself in your life with a lot of lack do you understand yeah. that absolutely yeah yeah and and because of this and and this is not i'm not saying at all that you are not valid for these perceptions because you've had a history where people's responses to you have been indicative of maybe some lack of your worthfulness to their your worth to them and um but that's their fault not your fault and um so what spirit's trying to show with this image is if you start to not only define your reality through your higher self you're all living the just i see love almost like it's a pouring light from the center of the universe coming from below your feet in the depth of the earth coming up through you filling your heart and moving out from you this is who you are, and if you start to get a greater visceral sense of this reality, this reality isn't defined by lack. This reality is defined by absolute, total, abundant, limitless, powered love and light. And the more you can spend some time in your meditation to have that experience, then you'll start to believe it instead of just saying, I lack, I lack, I lack, I lack, okay? So um, so it, it, that's the shift that we need to try to make most as we, I mean, keep the other, all the other things, the forgiveness, all of that, that's all good. But now we have to move into a total com- comprehensive experience of higher self as your eternal reality right now. That makes so much sense. I feel like I'm a very powerful healer, like even with myself, when I have those moments of absolute unconditional self-trust, I can feel the power that I hold within. And yet, like there, I, I just when I revisit the past, like you said, it's like I, I'm taken back by the things that happened, especially September being a liminal zone where 
many major uh, difficult transitions and losses happened in this month for me. So I feel like I'm really struck by that at times. And especially when I'm doing um, work on myself, when I'm actually tuning into my own power, all of a sudden it's like that lack of self-trust just kicks in by just the split second of thinking about, for example, uh, an illness or loss of my sister, like these things come in full force and I'm I'm if you notice if you notice um there's a certain time where you have a repetition of things. This is a call this is called a vortex of time and where the same similar negative things happen and you can heal that that is actually in my book um the akashic records made easy i don't have time Mm -hmm. to go over the whole process right now but there are vortex of time where we can look back and say the same thing happened this time of year uh when so and so did this and i mean and you can actually do some things to rewrite those records okay honey um so oh, if you okay. happen to notice that i just want to uh, recommend that to you it's it's in the akashic records made easy one simple thing you can do is i release all attachment to any negative expectation of this time and mm-hmm. then just completely let it go all right honey absolutely yes so was this person uh, that you mentioned, is this the same person that I just reconnected with? Um, just wanted to know, like, down the line, or is it a different person? Do you see this person as being in a contract with me, or would it be a uh, committed anything? I feel it's someone that you have yet to meet. What are you picking up, Sharon? Real quickly, we need to... Um, um, actually, I just feel as if at this moment in time, it's really important. Every time you start to throw out um, an arrow of, I need to attach to this, or I need to, I need mm. that person, I need that person, I need that person, that accentuates your lack in who you are. Yeah. Right now and it's, it's time to that, let go of that and just get into, I, the only I, need I have is for myself. Yeah, and it's exactly what I was talking about before, being willing to settle just to have a relationship. Let's let go of that pattern, all right, honey? Because I do see a man standing next to a contract down the road. All right, sweetheart? Thank you for calling, honey. I appreciate it. God bless you. All right, let's go to Marianne. Hi, Marianne. Hi, ladies. How are you today? Very good, thank you. What's your question, honey? I feel poor and um, like I usually work one-on-one, but everybody tells me now I have to sell packages to be successful and to make a living. And it feels something like, uh, for me, it feels like it's a money crap. It doesn't really honor me. So I was what, wondering if I What is the like antecedent to it? Honey, what is it that you do? Oh, I'm a psychic medium and I do energy healing mostly with animals. Okay. Okay. Um, and you you think that at charging money for it um, doesn't honor you? No. Making packages, like sell like four or five sessions at the same time with the time frame on and that is what, what turns me away a little. Well, I have to tell you, honey, I want to, um, I want to honor my intuition, but I also feel like I have a chain on my right foot 
stopping me from going forward. There's something about this belief uh, that um, I need to just shift a little bit here in order in order to take some action. And there's a door with the coin opening up here, and I feel like I do need to um, I do need to open up, open up. What are you picking up, Sharon? Actually, it feels almost as if um, this this structure has almost like put you in a prison and you want to break out of this prison and you need to listen to that. This is like advancing in time. Your inner voice is telling you that and you need to listen to that. What I would recommend is um, you have a lot of healing abilities and through your psychic connection both to animals and also you get psychic information about people too. I see that. And um, one of the things that you might want to do is offer individual sessions but then if they come back want more sessions they could have it at a discount or whatever so you could promote more than one session if they want it and they could do it at a discount which supports you in having them get more than one session but without tying your hands to it and tying their hands to it you've got a very strong psychic energy and i have to tell you you do it very gifted with the animals but i see a lot of Whenever you do a reading, I see the people's spirit people around you too, and um, and it's and I think you're going to be called to um, when you're talking to animals, going to be called to talking to the spirit people too. Okay. Okay. And Open I want to actually, I have to tell, and and I know you might have something more for Marianne, Sandy, but really quickly, I have had Henry come back to me three or four times. Henry in spirit belongs to somebody who is on the stack waiting for reading. And since we can't talk to you, I'm sorry, but I want to tell you that Henry is there for you and has been touching it. And is bringing assistance. I felt I heard yes, and I'm ringing love and assistance. So whoever's okay. waiting for a call because we can't take that, um, I just want you to know that. And I'm sorry, oh, my gosh, we're already to the end of the show. Do you believe this? Um, thank you so much, Sharon, for joining us. Thank you. And I want to uh, invite everyone to join our Um, Pray It Forward uh, prayer chain for healing and the expansion of love. And also, let yourself connect with spirit and move into your yin energy and ask for inspiration throughout this time in the fall. Have a blessed week. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Michelle Phillips, a celebrity makeup artist, beauty expert, self-confidence coach, and Hay House author. My podcast, Beauty and Beyond, is the place for women navigating the challenges of the aging process. Listen in for my professional advice, as well as my expert guests, as we share valuable tips, practical tools, and empowering resources to help you not only look amazing, but also live an amazing life. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and available wherever you get your podcasts.